0: Brenda McManus, you are an Irish Jesuit. You are the Delegate for Spirituality in the Jesuit Order. And you're also an author. You've written Redemption Road about the Camino journey, but your book,
1: Uh, Finding God in the Mess,
0: along with Jim Deeds from Belfast, did so well that they've commissioned another book, Deeper into the Mess, Praying Through Tough Times. What do you think is the appeal of your book?
1: Yeah, I think that title, Finding God in the Mess, really spoke to people. I think The Messenger came up with the title, but It was just a brilliant idea because it it speaks volumes it's the opposite of what you expect you know there's a bit of a funny story we were invited by a a priest in sligo to give a retreat based on finding god in the mass right he had misinterpreted (laughs) the the title of the book but finding god in the mess is much more difficult you know because that's not where you expect to find god and it kind of turns everything on its head and it, it gives people this message of hope which is the fundamental thing god is with me God is with me, even in these really difficult moments. And when I feel abandoned by God, especially, that's, that's a big thing. How can I get through the dark nights and the inevitable tough times that people go through? So we wanted to do another book, which was addressing even tougher issues than the first one. The first one was about kind of general issues, the things that happen to people. But for the second book, we did a, a survey on Facebook. Jim and myself would be very familiar with that. And we asked people, tell us what the mess is in your life. So people wrote back and said, look, I would like something on this, you know, something on depression, maybe something on suicide, something on anxiety. People struggle with all sorts of really serious issues about breakdown, you know, conflict, anger, all these things. So we we set ourselves the task. We're going to write something specifically about these areas, really tough situations and try to bring God's light and God's message of hope to those really difficult situations. The other thing that we realized was the book has this, it has a format, so we use scripture and we wanted to bring scripture, bring the light of scripture to bear on that. And the other key thing is it has a ritual or an action that you can do based on the meditation around the issue. There's something that you can do to integrate it. So for example, the one on on suicide, which would be very close to my own heart, having lost my brother to suicide, it has a little ritual about do something in, in memory of the person that you have lost and make it into a little pilgrimage, you know, so Go to a, a special place, maybe have a photograph of the person and then have a little ritual where you try to let go of some of the pain or some of the anguish that has caused you. So it makes it real though, it brings it down to earth and it, it helps people to move on.
0: That's very interesting because I'm very close to somebody who, young person who lost a person of their own age, a peer and through addiction and they were finding it very difficult ...to come to terms with it and felt they wanted to do something ritually. But for a lot of younger people, they don't have the Mass, they don't have the sacraments. So something like that even is helpful across the board for people of all faiths and none.
1: That's it, exactly. There's something in human nature that needs ritual and a sense of ceremony, a sense of using symbols with a certain action in order to represent where I am and to use that as prayer. It's really powerful because your whole body's engaged in it. It's not just an intellectual thing, not just me thinking about it, because thinking doesn't get you anywhere often. But see, when you do something, so for example, remember I was talking about going on the Camino and my brother died. That walk helped me enormously. It was an extraordinary walk and had all sorts of problems and difficulties and challenges, but boy, did I get some grace or healing on that. And that's the key to put it into action and to do something in some ways it doesn't really matter what you do but do something concrete specific and have a ritual there's a sense of the sacred about this and ask god to help you there's this jesuit uh, little technique or a way of approaching god where you ask for the grace you ask for the grace that you want and this is built into our book as well ask specifically for what you want and have the ritual reflect that so I'm asking God for a release from this, the burden of grief, for example. In my Camino book, I talk about burning my brother's T-shirt. The T-shirt is a symbol of my brother. The burning is the ritual.
0: Because you carried that T-shirt with you, the whole 500 miles of the Camino.
1: That's right. That was the last thing, my last connection to my brother. And I brought that with me as a symbol of my brother. What I didn't realize, I didn't see this coming. But when I got to the end of the Camino, it suddenly struck me with great force and clarity that burning this t-shirt was what God was asking for me at that point. I didn't want to do this. It just became evident that this was the thing. And that was exactly the right thing. That was the most costly thing I've done in my life, probably to engage in that, to realize what this means. Because our lives are about meaning and finding routes, ways through things and overcoming obstacles. Some of the biggest obstacles are inside ourselves. And we need route maps or or ways of praying and ways of Uh, Ritualizing what we do and that helps us because we are creatures of meaning we want to engage with God we want to engage with the world we want to engage with our feelings and whenever you put all those things together just like our book says simple rituals with scripture and prayer then amazing things can happen
0: Now you're a Jesuit is the book very Ignatian in its tradition the founder of the Jesuits was Saint Ignatius and he had a lot of wisdom around how people are and like his whole spirituality was about finding God in everyday life, which, as you say, can be very messy.
1: So I think St. Ignatius is nothing except practical and realistic. He's about bringing it all down to earth. I think we would call it like incarnational spirituality, finding God in the world and finding God in everyday life and finding God in situations of difficulty. And I think this is a bit of a stumbling block for people often that I can find God on a nice day when I feel great and when I go to Mass and when I'm praying well and everything's going well, that can be easy. But see when things are not going well and when I'm in difficulty, especially when I feel that I'm abandoned by God. This is the, people talk about the dark night or these really difficult moments and I feel, often I feel abandoned by God. That's the tough moment. That's when I need to really engage and to really pray and to really believe that God is there.
0: And it's the time when you least feel like doing that.
1: And that's the key thing it actually it feels like the opposite of what your your tendency is because you just want to run away you want to avoid the pain or the difficulty ignatius would say you pray with the problem you pray with the difficulty and you bring god's light to bear on that issue that is holding you back or weighing you down and that is an extraordinary thing it takes it takes a bit of practice to do that and it takes some courage and, and you need some support to do that Hopefully our book goes some way towards helping people to address these situations and to pray through this difficult, pray through the mess of it. I guess the other thing is that we're very conscious, it's based around the passion of Christ, which is the the background to this. Christ lived on the earth for 30 years, he ministered, but the key moment in his life is the passion, the cross. It's the Holy Week experience for, for a lot of people, and we go through that ourselves. Everybody goes through this, the dark night, the passion, feeling that God's been a, God has abandoned. You remember Christ on the cross says these words, these are really terrifying words. He says, my God, why have you abandoned me? He's quoting a Psalm from the Old Testament, but he is tapping into human experience, which is about really difficult moments. You feel as if God has left you. It's not true, it's a, an apparent feeling. If you can hang in there and if you can pray with that, That is where the power of God works most powerfully. And God is with us most powerfully in these moments of darkness, apparent abandonment. And if you can be faithful, just as Christ did on the cross, if you can be faithful to that process, if you can stay with it, pray through the mess, pray through the difficulty, pray through the darkness, then you will come out the other end. And God's grace is greater than any darkness.
0: I think, yeah, because I was thinking of that when you were talking earlier, Jose Pagola and his book on Jesus, the scripture scholar, makes the point that at that point of abandonment, he didn't lose faith in God. He still said, my God. So God was there for Jesus, but he felt abandoned.
1: That's it. Our job, remember, our job is to do what Jesus does. That's what our life is about. We have to do what he does. So what Jesus does in that moment, the Garden of Gethsemane is another really terrifying moment. Jesus is praying so much that he's, he's sweating blood and apparently there is physiological evidence that that is what happens to people in extreme stress. So we have to pray like that and to use the words of scripture, to use the words of the Psalms that Jesus used, this has an extraordinary effect. We're doing what he does. and. That common humanity that we share with Jesus in those moments, that's what carries us through. And that's what God relates to. And that's what where the grace operates in that overlap between the experience of Jesus on the cross and our experience of this darkness or mess that happens. That's where the, the grace, the miracles can happen.
0: Just before we finish then, maybe you would take a little look at the book there and give one short reading from it, one in particular.
1: This meditation on anxiety, it asks people to to close their eyes and just to breathe and just notice the fact that you're breathing. So anxiety can be terribly crippling, I think. But getting in touch with our body, I think our minds can often betray us and can bring us to very dark places. So you take some minutes, you close your eyes, you focus on your breathing and you try to be thankful for really simple things. This is a a key ignition technique. You try to get in touch with the gratitude and gratitude is an emotion Emotion means to move me towards something, so it moves me towards the light, moves me towards the good. So I focus on the good things that are happening in my life. I remember that all things pass, all things pass, and even this will pass, and that God is with me in this anxiety, in this difficult moment. So we have a piece of scripture which reflects that. It says, peace be with you. This is Jesus talking. The Father has sent me, so I send you, and Jesus breathes on the disciples receiving the Holy Spirit so that thing about the breath of God, get in touch with their own breathing and realize this is God breathing through us. So then the ritual or the action associated with that is to invite people to open the door or the window of their home and allow the breeze or there could be the light to blow over us and call to mind that this is what Pentecost was like when a powerful wind or a breeze filled the entire house. So that wind or that breeze coming through is the Holy Spirit blowing over you. This is the thing we're grateful for. It reminds us who we really are. Fundamentally, we are created by God and God is wanting to communicate his love and his peace for us. And we can bring that into our hearts just by repeating this simple ritual.
0: So it's a book and it's also a way of praying and a way of doing action that can bring about change for people suffering in the mess.
1: That's right, it's a really practical book. It's just a series of meditations around certain issues and it recommends things you can do yourself. So you take this meditation, you work on the anxiety, for example, you pray with the scripture, you do the ritual, and it's something you can repeat it and you can set it up in your own life as as a prayer, as a way of acting, and it will help you to address the issue. This is the key thing and will bring God's light to bear on whatever that darkness is you're wrestling with.
0: Published by Messenger Publications, and what price?
1: It's just under €10.
0: Thank you very much indeed, Brendan McManus.